0: Welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Join cross-cultural leadership expert Dr. Tom Vergas as he offers perspectives and strategies on the issues affecting global leaders in the ever-changing world of global business.
1: Hi, this is Tom Vergas. Welcome to CQ for Global Leaders. Again, I'm joined by Dr. Jürgen Strauss. Hi, Jürgen. Hi, Tom. Good to be with you again. Great. What are we talking about today? Today, we are going to be talking about conflict, but specifically conflict in virtual teams mm. across cultural boundaries.
0: Mm. That's uh, one of my favorite topics. Well, not conflict, but working with virtual teams is one of my favorite topics. Right.
1: So. And as you are well aware, when you're working with virtual teams, inevitably conflict arises. Mm. Even in non-virtual yeah, teams. In right? any team. In yeah, any exactly. team, you're going to have confidence. With virtual teams, because they're spread all over the place, uh, there's other challenges that come into it. It highlights and raises it. So this was, in fact, um, triggered by a conversation I was having with a client a few weeks ago. So I thought, well, I was, since I was talking to them about it, I thought this would make a useful topic, hmm. a good learning topic. Uh, for our for our podcast, the background in this scenario was that it was actually a project team uh, with half the team sitting in the United States and the other team sitting in Singapore. It was a really important project that they're working on. The deadline was approaching, and they had um, they were obviously it's an iteration. They were designing something. The iteration they provided it to the client, and the client gave some really heavy feedback. Mm. <laughs> Thinking about feedback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they gave, you know, for those of you who listened to the previous uh, podcast on feedback, in this situation, they gave the meat only feedback. Meat only, and it meat was a only. big, thick steak, was it? It was a big, <laughs> super thick steak. <laughs> so, actually, the, the team leader, my client, was actually quite taken back hmm. and I had to really look at what could we do here. So before we could go into fixing it, one of the things we did was actually identify what are some of the issues, right? So one of the issues was, is in fact, time zones. Huge number of hours between the United States and so actually something like 16 hours. Mm. So you'd find that, that the team in the U.S. would send off some requests to make some changes to the design. They say, can we please have that back at the end of the day? Mm. But that doesn't kind of work, (laughs) right? Because it's just, and so therefore that would be interpreted as, gosh, they're not being responsive. Mm. And there were lots of pressure being put on. As far as the Singaporeans were concerned, it's like they're making unreasonable requests, unreasonable demands. They're expecting things to be turned around so quickly. When, we just don't have time to do that. And it, unfortunately, w- how that was manifesting was that there were people in the team in Singapore who were getting sick mm-hmm. and wow. having time off. So again, Amazing so they Stress. Were, yeah. yeah, stress. And now help the teams getting under-resourced, hmm. putting more, more pressure on you. So time zone was one. The second thing was really around- Communication styles. And we've talked about this in previous podcasts around direct style of communication versus indirect style of communication Mm. and how people perceive that, right? Because it's also for your listening. And when you're working virtually, uh, most of the time you're doing it via email. Mm. Now, you know, in your email, it's very difficult to provide context. We don't see any body language. That's right. Tonality. we just taking it as we go, and sometimes, as you know, Jürgen, we just do it really quickly. Mm. And sometimes
0: the first email that gets sent can be rather terse and almost rude. Yeah, mm. which puts
1: people off their game, mm. right? So that was really the, the – the, the, I mean, there were obviously other variables in there, but for me, those were the two key things. One was the time zones made it really kind of difficult – So, of course, distance, and then the the communication style. And there is something that we use in the the field that's called cultural distance. And what cultural distance refers to is the further away you are from the other party, the greater the differences in culture. So, for instance, Singapore is very close to Malaysia, just Mm. across the causeway. And even though the ethnicities may be, different, you find there's a lot of commonalities, right? Or Malaysians working with Thailand, right? They share a border, lots of commonalities, similar to the U.S. working with the Canadians. Mm.
0: Because there's a lot of physical interaction between people and
1: has been historically, right? That's correct. So if you think of it as a Venn diagram, the overlaps Mm. are quite big, right? But the further away you move, the further away... It the distance becomes bigger, so we talk about as as the cultural distance mm-hmm. is wide, and in this it's actually extremely yeah, wide, yeah. which is one of the key uh, issues that was being caused. So I suppose the question then becomes, what did we do? Mm. What did we do? A couple of quick fixes yeah. that we uh, that we wanted that we that we could do. One was we we introduced uh, video conferencing, right, so that we could actually see each other. Mm um over the time and of course we had to be conscious of the time of Mm. that you know to to make it feasible for both sides but definitely the video conferencing helped so we could actually see both sides could see each other that was the first thing that we did the other thing was we actually introduced uh for future projects face to face definitely i suggested the client if the project is worth it like so in other words if it's a high stake project mm. and there's lots involved in it, it's well worth bringing people together. Yeah. My experience is that it's well worth the investment. If you can bring people together for two, three days actually nut the project out right from the get-go. How are we going to work together? Who's on the project? How we? What are the ground rules and how are mm. we going to operate? It just accelerates the success of the project. In this situation we brought a couple of people together to actually help have a discussion, Hmm. and this was more of resolving issue, but it just helped, again, relationship building uh, around that. The third thing we did was having regular check-ins. So we instituted getting much more regular check-ins rather than being task-oriented, once a month going, okay, let's just do a quick check, Hmm. How we kind of doing? And, of course, the final thing was around providing cultural awareness. We provided them some information. We gave them some books. We put them through some virtual seminars so that people could be aware. Again, it's something that we don't talk about. And especially in global teams, as you know, people just get thrown into projects mm. and say, get on with it, right? Yeah. You're part of the project. go get on with it, rather than appreciating, yes, I may be dealing with an engineer, but an engineer based in Germany may have some different nuances compared to, say, an engineer based in Nigeria or an engineer based in Indonesia. Mm. They may all be engineers.
0: That's right, yeah. And then when you bring people in from different cultures as well as different roles and different backgrounds, it complicates it even more.
1: So. Mm. That's right. Yeah. So anyway, it's work in progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's been a few months now. Improvements have been made. Yeah. Quite dramatic improvements have been made, which uh, the intervention has been shown to, you know, fix it so far. And as I reminded my client, like this is an ongoing thing. Like it, you know, it, it's mm. something which just requires time, because we are also developing the team and and. Unfortunately, what happens with these types of project teams is they come together, they complete the project, and then they disperse. Disperse again. Okay? And they'll be in other teams, and there'll be other projects. So this is part of the modern way of working, right? It's being agile. Yeah. So all
0: of these people
1: are part of the same company? They are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, then. Which was useful, which is useful because they have organizational values. They have the company Mm. values to adhere to. So at least we used that as a framework when we talked about culture differences. Mm. You can imagine, I have worked with organizations where we have two different organizations. Yeah. So not only do you have national cultures, you have organizational Values, cultures yeah. that's different. Yeah. And so that requires a lot more work. Mm. But in this example,
0: then, the organization should have an interest in developing their people, even though perhaps at the end of the project they move... They disperse and move on to a different role. Oh,
1: absolutely, yes. They'll just move to a different project mm. because they they're very much project based. Yeah. And once they finish, and this this project is reasonably long; it's a few years. So once they finish that, they'll move to another project. Yes, absolutely, definitely, mm. well worth the company's investment, I think. Well, but then yeah, again, yeah. I have a bias on that. So. <laughs> so, in summary, then, what what
0: what are some of the steps? Like, if somebody's going into a virtual team situation and a project and let's say it's even more complex than that so not two locations but four or five locations um what are some of the recommendations to set up things at the beginning that will hopefully maximize the chance of success? absolutely
1: yeah so i worked with a swedish engineering company who used to work on lots of really innovative projects, and their project teams were always diverse, right? All of them had culture diversity because that was one of the things they sought. They looked for that, and they always... They did it both ways. They did it where they brought people together, and they did it where they didn't do that. And they found that the results were far greater when they brought people together. So that's what they do. It's part of their methodology. For high-stake projects, they bring everybody together. They spend a number of days actually mapping out the project, and they spend time getting to know each other. Mm. Because one of At the, the things… Beginning- on- yeah it's about trust mm. right how do i build trust with somebody who i don't know mm. and there's something that comes as human beings here and there's still something that comes from being able to break bread with someone <laughs> yeah and being able to sit across the table and actually speak to someone and even though we may be doing uh, professional work it's useful just at other times to talk about so what do you do outside of work or how many kids do you have and, yeah. you know it creates the humanity piece mm-hmm. And connection. it builds a connection. Yeah, and connection, as we talked about in one of our previous yeah. podcasts, is really important hmm. for humans. Hmm. Great.
0: So, what's the reflection point? Reflection point the here, today? I think,
1: for global leaders is perhaps think of your project teams and look at at assessing how well are they doing, and if there are some, you know, that if there are some hindrances along the way, you may want to think about especially if it's working across cultures, what's the methodology you're, you're, you are using to deal with the conflict? So how do we surface it? Hmm. And how do we deal with it? And are there things that you need to be doing to help smooth the the teams so that they can be focused on getting the outcomes that they need? Hmm. All right, great. Great. Thanks, you're Tom. You're welcome. See you next time. Yeah, see you next time. Bye.
0: Thanks for joining us on CQ for Global Leaders. To find out more or contact us, go to culturalsynergies.com.